What's happening, awesome NFL fans? Welcome to the NFL Strategy Show Top Stacks Edition. Terry McBride here with Gun, Gundacker. Gun, what are we uh, taking a look at today? We've got all kinds of good stuff to go through here with uh, different rules and settings for FC, getting into some top stacks. We're going to talk about them from an optimal perspective, from a leverage perspective, FanDuel, DK. We're going to go back and forth through some of it. But uh, first off, how you doing as we're getting into the weekend here, wrapping up a uh, busy week? I've gotten into the NFL slate a little bit. Looks like a really exciting one. I'm psyched to talk about it with you. What are you seeing kind of off the top and how you doing, buddy? Year? Yeah. Um, NFL week 11, man. It's, it's flown by. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of wait reserved to the end of the week to uh, really dive in myself with the uh, NBA being so uh, active during the yep. week. And then it feels like the last couple of weekends, NFL slates don't really uh, start until the weekend with with some of the news and and uh, ifs ifs and outs uh, over there as well. But uh, at first glance, looks like uh, we can uh, decide on if we believe Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are back. Um, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs paid off last week, and go back to that. A couple of those a uh, couple of those top end stacks that continue to make sense. And uh, I'm also a little bit curious with the Cowboys connections little bit curious there. Yeah. I mean, we're, if we're looking at the Vegas board, we've got that one like super standout game and then another one in the fifties. And then uh, a lot of kind of also ran type game totals to choose from. So we're going to get into that. We're going to pick and choose a couple of them. We'll build a couple lineups out here with uh, with fantasy cruncher. We're brought to you by jock market. You guys, if you haven't checked them out, I really encourage you to do it. It's a really fun site. We'll get into a little bit more about them in a little bit. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. We've got some free stuff on the site as always uh, today. It looks like, Week 11 player rankings for NFL, NBA player rankings, UFC pro plays, and NHL player projections. Uh, also, if you're playing NBA DFS tonight, make sure and check out Adam Scherer's NBA deep dive article. If you guys put it this way, if you guys are playing NBA DFS and you're not reading that every single day, you are missing the big picture. Adam takes a really, really long look at the slate and goes into incredible detail in the deep dive article. It's free on the site every day, deeper than you'll get in any other site, I guarantee you. So check that out. Uh, I'll do the next one too. We've got a, a couple packages on the site as well, guys. You know that you're able to get to all the different tools, the content by signing up, subscribing at the site, right? $29.95 a week for the platinum package gets you access to NBA, NFL, NHL, college basketball, college football. There's a lot going on. This is the right time of year to take advantage of the platinum plan. $29.95 a week. So if you're entering $5 contests, that's six $5 contests during the week. It's going to pay for itself, you guys. But if you're not looking for the full-blown package, you only want to get into NFL, this is an NFL show. Our NFL Weekly is only $14.95. The Express is $3.95 a week. Pretty, pretty affordable price points. If you're into college basketball, your first week of college basketball, if you use the promo code Coach K when you sign up for an awesome uh, college basketball package, your first week's going to be five bucks if you use Coach K as your promo code. All right, business is conducted. Oh, that's only valid through uh, Saturday, November 20th, by the way. Business conducted. We'll get into jock market in a little bit. But uh, Gun, I think a good place to start, we were talking about a little bit before the show, is maybe let's get into some of how do we set up Fantasy Cruncher, right? When we're, when we're talking about building these uh, stacks and these groups, I do it a lot through FC, right? I set a few right. rules and then I build out my, my groups. And I write a free article every week where I go through every single team with the recommended groups. I update it on Sunday with boost recommendations. And I like to get a broad distribution of players but i control it all with the limit rules and the stacking rules uh, that we find under position stacks so are there specific ones that you want to bring up like are there ones that you use every single week regardless of 
what the slate looks like? And if so, what are those? Like, what are some of your go-to rules and limits that you put in there? Now, I don't have a, um, any, any general rule of thumbs week to week. I, I tend to put as uh, much of my input as, as possible in the opto on uh, Cruncher. I'm still a baby to Cruncher. I read your article to uh, kind of get some hints, but I usually just will create the groups for the key player quarterbacks and go from there. I don't really uh stick to the rules and and uh you know the, the i do do some limit rules you know no two running backs from the same game something like that yeah um uh, but no i don't get too crazy there i usually just put my uh fingerprints on the the, the groupings and then i'll uh, go batch by batch mm-hmm. yeah and, and there's it's it's a couple different approaches and it's something that you'll hear a lot of the guys say you know some of the questions we get all the time are uh what kind of uniques do you use what kind of randomness do you use what do you use for groups what do you use for for rules it all depends. It really all depends. Fantasy Cruncher is a tool. It's a calculator. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. You're going to get out of it what you ask it for. So whatever we're asking for sometimes varies, sometimes varies person to person, sometimes for per- each person, it varies slate to slate. For me, I do have some saved rules that I put into Fantasy Cruncher that I typically do go back to because it gives just kind of the structure, the shape of my of my groups. And uh, and then I build out the groups with, uh, like you were saying, the key, p- the key player being the quarterback and then all of the skill players that go along with it in varying combinations. But some of the ones that I use, just to go through a few of them out, if people out there are wondering, I typically don't like to have a deep my uh, quarterback and my defense from the same team, just in the idea that if it's going to be a shootout kind of a game, I'm going to need his defense to be giving up points back to the other team. So I don't necessarily want to go with that. So I have a rule to restrict my quarterback and my defense from being from the same team. I have a limit rule for where I'm getting a quarterback and two skill players, but no more than two skill players from the same team. I have a rule that's going to force a run back and then I can add exceptions to that. If I don't want run backs from some teams, sometimes you can group that out. Sometimes you can use, uh, use the rules on that one that you mentioned, not having multiple running backs from the same team is typically one that I like not having multiple running backs from the same game is also typically one that I like. So just kind of trying to block off some of what FC is going to give me. But like you said, I kind of like to let the optimizer fly in a lot of cases, right? We're really looking to, that's what the optimizer does. It's going to crunch out these, uh, these top point per dollar based on the algorithm uh, lineups. So really in a lot of cases, we do want to let fantasy cruncher be fantasy cruncher and do its thing here. So we're going to pick some stacks. We're going to go through it. We're going to kind of see what the shape of it is. Mike's putting in some of those rules in the background there. I see uh, on the screen. So he was adding some of those. But Gunn, when we're when we're going to take uh, if we're just going to pick a stack here and kind of build out from Fantasy Cruncher and see what it's going to uh, what it's going to put together, I think it makes some sense to maybe take a look at the big board here and go through what some of the top stacks this week are. What are you seeing in terms of? We'll start on DraftKings in terms of the go-to stacks, the ones that you really want to get to on DK this week. Are there any that really stand out to you from either a, a point scoring probability or a, a leverage perspective? Yeah, usually I go to that far right column, hit leverage, and see what's popping. And uh, number one being San Francisco, they're a really frustrating stack because I hate playing Jimmy G, and it's just the Debo Samuel sweepstakes. So uh, maybe it's a little easier to focus on KC and Buffalo right below them, but we're still getting some decent leverage scores there, huh? Yeah, and that's really what stood out to me this week is, you know, some some weeks you see it, some weeks you don't. But this week in particular, the top teams on our board in terms of probability of success, probability of being in the top stack – are also carrying the best leverage numbers. In some cases, that's because it's kind of a pay-up spot, right? Like you see KC, all right, you've got a $7,600 quarterback salary and a $6,300 average skill player salary. That combines up pretty quickly. But you get to the third-ranked team there, San Francisco, 
Only a 3.2% ownership share on Jimmy G at the quarterback spot. Only 5,600 at the quarterback spot with a 6,300 average on the skill players. That's pretty affordable, and it's still leaving a ton of leverage. So I think some of them get under-owned a little bit just based on that. But yeah, with San Francisco here, with KC, with Buffalo up at the top of the board, there's a lot of room on these top stacks and some of these high-flying, highly total games. I would throw Dallas in that mix, Green Bay a little bit into that mix as well. So a lot of room to work with the best teams on the board, the teams where we expect a lot of the scoring. We mentioned at the top that uh, that Dallas-KC game. I mean, that's going to be an obvious spot for a ton of people to flock to with the idea that, yeah, it's positively leveraged right now, but it's also going to be the highest total ownership on the quarterback, highest total ownership on the skill players, particularly within the stack with the skill players. You assume that that translates back and forth with uh, Dallas and Casey on both sides. People are going to be using a lot of run back skill players in that game. Is that, does that take it, take a, put a little tarnish on it for you in terms of there's just going to be, even though it's positively leveraged, there's going to be so much public weight on that game in just in terms of the raw ownership that maybe you move it down a couple spots, maybe focus on Buffalo, focus on San Fran a little more. Yeah, um, and I think uh, man, Buffalo is a little easier to um, settle on. I do think with the KC Dallas game, I think the pricing, the salaries, and whatnot is going to really make it uh, tricky. And maybe you get creative within the chalk. Um, but uh, I, I, I like the the high predictive value in some of these team uses rates. That's why I like I'm I shy away from like San Francisco because it's like Debo. And oftentimes Jimmy G doesn't really get there with Debo get there. Maybe George Kittle coming back will start heightening some of uh, his games. But um, yeah, I guess I would be a little bit more skittish versus the field, but I'd probably be looking um, for opportunities to get most unique within the same game, whether it be like a Dalton Schultz in the tight end spot over like a Travis Kelsey or something uh, a little bit uh, uh, more creative just to say I'm in the same spot, but um, opposite the field. But generally speaking, no, I think I'll be uh, pretty focused on the top five, six teams listed in this uh, top stacks tool. Um, Green Bay and Minnesota, I think, will be a fun one uh, because it still makes sense for that game to put up some points and they still have some easy to to uh, target um, players in that game, right? Devonte, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, uh, Cook, and then AJ Dillon. Nobody's gonna play him this week, right? Uh, so it's an easier, maybe it's a a, a more uh, economically and fiscally uh, reasonable game to stack, but um, really at the top end of this uh, top stacks tool, I'm in agreement with just about everything in the top six. Yeah. And look, I mean, that's, it's sometimes it stands out as being obvious. Like, yeah, we want to go to some of these high powered offenses, particularly when they're playing each other, particularly when they're in these uh, heavily total games, but it makes sense, right? This is, if this is where we're expecting the scoring, this is where we want to focus a lot of our lineups and we can look to some of these contrarian spots, but as we look down the board, you know, kind of, it goes hand in hand with what we were just saying. You can scroll down the board to a team like, uh, I don't know, let's say Carolina with Cam coming back. He's getting 6.6% ownership one of the higher ownership totals in the mid range, but that's forcing only a 2.4% probability to be in a top stack. That's really forcing the issue to get to a guy who's just kind of coming back and kind of an unexciting stack through most of the year. 
tremendous skill players on that team. But if you're getting to that at significantly negative leverage, it just doesn't pay off most of the time. You need to get really different in other spots to make that work. And you've got to hit those dart throws more often than not. So yeah, I like just locking into uh, to some of these high-end teams. You mentioned uh, the the uh, Green Bay and uh, Minnesota game. I think that might be a fun one to uh, to build a stack with. Which one of those teams would you rather take? Is it Green Bay that with uh, Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback spot? And we'll, uh, we'll lock one of, whichever one you choose in and uh, build some DK lineups here. Oh, man. Um, I feel like I do this a little solid on the salary and just go Kirk. <laughs> Be okay. a little different here. All right. A little differentiation. I like it. I like it. So we'll go to the uh, the Minnesota side of the board, Mike. So why don't we lock in uh, Kirk Cousins there and we will dash off uh, 50 lineups on DK and we'll, uh, we'll kind of see what we get here. And there is very little chance I'm going to be able to see that in this Zoom window. So, Mike, we want to uh, we want to make sure that we're. Uh, I think we would want to run back play from this game, right? Gun with uh, with the firepower oh, yeah. on both sides, 47 point total, and only a one point spread in this game as well. That's what I like to look for as well. Is not only the high point totals, but a game that's expected to be closely contested, a little bit back and forth. We want to take advantage of these weapons in this game. So, I would look for uh, yeah at least one uh, from the opposing team as well, there, Mike. I'm, I'm sure AJ Dillon's going to fall naturally, but uh, uh, yeah, if we, get, if we force in like a Devonte or uh, I don't know, a Tonyan or, or uh, not Tony, um, Mercedes Lewis, somebody, probably Devonte. We want some Devonte in our life. Yeah, look, I mean, a lot of these lineups are going to come up with uh, with some Devonte, with some uh, AJ Dillon, probably a lot of lineups with both of them. Is that a combination that you would want in your Green Bay stacks? Like, let's say if you were going with Green Bay and you had Aaron Rodgers in there. How many lineups do you want that have Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and A.J. Dillon in them? Is that a combination that you're looking to get to, or is that a combination that, for differentiation's sake, you might be looking to push away from? Man, Dillon is just so – there's so much value baked into him. Um, you know, just one touchdown and and uh, maybe 80 yards and a couple of catches get you there. Um, I guess I guess I would want a little bit of overlap just for the the chance that Dylan catches a touchdown. Uh, but I, I think I'd be hyper focused on Devontae Adams and, and Rodgers. And then maybe in the uh, on the Kirk side of the, the game stack, uh, I can be a little bit more uh, bullish on the Adams and Dylan overlap uh, uh, because for Rodgers to truly, truly get there and be optimal. Probably has to throw three or four, right, <laughs> versus the rest of the field. So uh, I think it makes a little bit more sense to have more Dylan and Adams in the Kirk lineups than vice versa. Yeah, have those guys coming as the runback. Is it a situation where you would use two guys from the Packers in a runback situation where you had uh, and just kind of go full on uh, overload from this game in in Kirk Cousins' line? <sighs> I say just because of Dylan's price, probably in this case, yeah, it makes a little bit more sense. Um, but I, like we say, even if we didn't set a rule, it's probably going to happen pretty naturally just based on J- Dylan's projection this week versus his price point. Yeah, I think that's one where uh, he's just going to rise up through there. Something that I like to do with groups in that situation is kind of control that to a degree at least, so that if I'm building out, uh, you know, 200 lineups that are stacking this game one way or the other, I'm not going to get. 85% of them with only Devonte Adams and Dylan together, I'm going to create a negative boost to Dylan so that I sliced into that ownership a little bit. And then when I put it into my sorter, you know, the, say I'm only getting the top 15 out of that 200 anyway, a lot of them will still have that combination. So you're not taking it out, but you're thin slicing a little bit more. So Mike, if you want to uh, kick that one off, I don't know if you ran that crunch here, I'm going to uh, jump back into the window. So are we showing that uh, up on the screen here? Let's see what we got on. Uh, not looks like my uh, ooh, gorgeous face. 
<laughs> all right. So yeah, I think we're going to rerun that one. Cool. All right. So when we uh, zero in here, so yeah, I mean, we're seeing a ton of AJ Dillon on top of the board there. That looks, uh, I think that's in the eighties uh, there and we're, we're bouncing around a little bit. So Mike, scroll down and yeah, show me the, uh, the pairings there. So let's jump into uh, see what receivers we're getting. So we're getting Devonte up at the top of the board, hundred percent Devonte here. So this is where our randoms is going to come in, right? You're going to want to assign randomness. I go pretty heavy on randomness, particularly for receivers. That's a question that people ask a lot. I'm not going to give the number that I use because it's a custom number that's created in my, uh, my model here, but I like to get pretty heavy on it. So that again, in a case where I'm getting out to hundreds of lineups, I'm getting a little bit of shimmy in the distributions. I'm not getting 200 out of 200 of these lineups have Devante in them. I want a lot of Devante in this. Is that something you're doing, Gunn? Or are you just kind of taking, all right, I'll take the 100% of Devante and not worry that I'm not getting, say, Randall Cobb in any of these run back spots? No, I, uh, yeah, I definitely assign randomness. Um, one thing I'm noticing on, on this crunch is that's way too much KJ Osborne. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, Tyler Conklin, I'm fine with that. Um, but I would like a little bit more, the most Justin Jefferson and then below him Thielen, and then Osborne would probably be somebody I don't want to hit more than maybe 20 to 30%. And then even that feels a little bullish. Yeah. And, uh, I think we're seeing a, a similar situation with, uh, KJ Osborne, there, 3,400 salary on the uh, DK slate, 5,200 on FanDuel. That's going to force him into a lot of these situations just on value alone. And you're right. That's one, again, where I would be controlling that with groups. I'd be controlling that with, um, with randomness and trying to get a thinner slice of my KJ Osborne shares. Maybe it's a matter of bumping up Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen in groups when you get Kirk Cousins as your key player. And you just want to, you want to crunch and recrunch and go through these things, guys. With, and the way I do it for those groups articles is I do this for every single team over and over and over again. I just, I set groups, I tweak, I run crunches until I get each team kind of distributed the way that I want. And then I put it all together and, uh, and sort it through the wash. So looks like we're getting, uh, so we shaved off some, uh, some KJ Osborne shares there, but uh, we're, we're definitely getting a ton of him. Um, if we wanted to just take a real shortcut to it, we could put a, you know, 35% cap on each one of the, uh, the three big receivers there. That would be a shortcut to, uh, to seeing how this goes, but let's just take a look at, uh, you know, some of what else we're getting in the, in these lineups too. If, uh, Mike, if you scroll down to uh, the player window again, where we can see on the left, some of the player distributions. And uh, looks like we're, Oh, sorry. I was looking in the wrong window. <laughs> I was looking in the YouTube one on my behind time. Uh, and, yeah, and adding thumbs is another way, certainly, to uh, to do it here. What I want to see, though, too, is in addition to, you know, we're focused on this game, but we also want to see some of the pieces that we get around this game, too, when we make right. these lineups, too. Because if you end up making too much concentration on a stack on a game, you could weaken all your other positions. So I want to see, like, what are we getting for uh, some of these other guys? Who are other people that you're targeting, Gun, that you're looking to fill in around the edges of these stacks? Is it like a James Conner? It looks like we're getting a good amount of Gaskin. It looks like we're getting some David Montgomery. Who are some of these guys for you that you want to see populating into the rest of these spots? Yeah, um, so I guess in my early projections, I have pretty decent numbers on T. Higgins at 5,400. Um I mentioned Daryl Williams, potential uh, explosion game uh, in Kansas City. He's pretty cheap. Um, Jay, uh, I guess Jalen Wong. There's a, there's a couple of 5K guys. None of them are, like, specific, uh, especially, like, great. But uh, I do like um, 
I do like guys like Higgins and Darrell Williams. I guess they, they would give us some salary retrieval that would perhaps uh, uh, give us the salary to, to kind of create some of the lineups that we're really looking for here, uh, showcasing some of the big boys in this uh, Green Bay game. Yeah, and it looks like as we've got a uh, nice zoom in on the uh, player pool here so we can see it a little bit. Uh, so it looked like we were getting to a good amount of T. Higgins in there. We were getting some David Montgomery and some Gaskin at the running back spot, a little bit of Connor. We're getting some Debo Samuel from that, uh, that you know, the one main target on that uh, San Francisco offense that we expect to be the third ranked stack on the site. So we're getting a good distribution of players, a few of the, uh, the banged up Cleveland Browns in here as well. Um, so it looks like a good distribution of players that work in and around that Green Bay stack, that, uh, that uh, Minnesota stack. So I don't dislike those. It is a situation where, like, if you're looking just at that first lineup that we've got on the board there, two Vikings, two Packers skill players, along with Cousins, you get to Mark Chase, Travis Kelsey. That's not a bad lineup. It is a little bit heavy on that game, though. I typically like to go, you know, one a one player, a one skill player stack with my quarterback and a one run back. I don't get too deep into two run back situations, which is why I asked that about AJ Dillon. But we're yeah. seeing the value there. Is there maybe a value running back that you would swap in for AJ Dillon into that lineup that you have in mind on the DK slate? Uh, I know we're here to talk stacks, but just. Yeah, I, I would maybe uh, nominate uh, either James Conner or we already have some David Montgomery, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, either Darren Williams or uh, getting exposure to that big game. So, like, that's another way to kind of attack that game while we're on another game. And boy, would it pull some steam out if a lot of those touchdowns came from a running back <laughs> instead of the Kelsey's, the Tyree Kills, the Mahomes. So maybe get Daryl Williams at 5,400, steal two touchdowns for us. And then uh, we already have some uh, David Montgomery, but he profiles pretty well. Uh, yeah. And that, and that makes a lot of sense to me too. What you were just saying is, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to pop a guy in there for our value running back, grab him from that other game and take that scenario where that game doesn't go off through the air. And now you're gaining leverage over the entire field in kind of in two different ways. So really like that. So jumping back over to the, uh, to the chat here, it looks like the overwhelming pick by the chat is to take a look at the Cincinnati Bengals on this one. So why don't we do that? Why don't you talk us through the uh, the Burrow and uh, the Bengals here real quick while Mike gets us teed up to uh, to do that one. And Mike, just keep it on DK. We'll t- we'll look at it on uh, on DK. That's uh, so you don't have to switch it up. But go and talk to us a little bit about Cincinnati and what you're seeing for them this week. Yeah, Cincinnati the the Raiders, twenty five twenty six implied total. So uh, neither team has. Uh, really stunned us on defense and the Bengals are looking a lot more like last year's uh, defense in the last couple of weeks. So uh, hopefully we get a little shoot out there. And I love putting Burroughs back against the wall because he's got offensive weapons, man. T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Uh, we've even seen the the big Uzoma game. So there's a lot of guys that we can uh, put with uh, Joe Burrow and it's not even uh, unlike uh, Joe Mixon, the catch and shoot one or two. So I definitely love and agree with chat that this is a fun stack to say the least uh, with plenty, plenty ways to go. Uh, and uh, pl- and a couple of run back options you could feel okay about with Renfro, uh, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. Uh, um, so yeah, I like that game quite a bit. Good job, chat. Yeah, yeah, well done. Uh, 50.5 total in that game too. So it's the second highest total in Vegas, a one point spread. So it's a close game. Highly total, definitely one we want to get to. 
looking at some of our game script adjusted metrics, which is a spot on the site that I love getting to, to uh, kind of take a look at where the pace is going to be, where the, uh, the passing is going to be each week. Both of these teams right at about 60% passing game script adjusted. So really, really like the spot there. And uh, yeah, good job by chat. So as we're looking to uh, make a borough stack here, what's your kind of focus? Do you have a, a preference between uh, the three big receivers? Are you looking to work Joe Mixon in? Are you looking to work the tight end in? What are you, uh, what are you primarily focused on within that Cincinnati stack? If I had to rank uh, uh, the pass catchers, it would, it would be uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins as my top two. Uh, and then I'm probably leaning a little bit more of Zoma than Boyd, but it's it's not – I guess it's really closer than I than, uh, than it should be. <laughs> Tyler Boyd, I feel like if you look at his game log, I've played him the weeks where he didn't get seven and eight targets <laughs> and he got the three and the two. And then uh, I'll never forget fading Uzoma on the showdown and he had like two or three touchdowns and uh, ended me real quick. So, um, so yeah, but one and two is definitely Jamar Chase, T Higgins. Uh, and then I'll kind of spin the wheel, make a deal on Boyd and Azuma uh, past that. And then Mixon's kind of an interesting case here because um, in order to correlate as strong as we want, I want him to catch some burrow, pa- some passes for touchdowns and he can do that, but he can also just have a strong game on the run. So uh, if I focus on this game stack, I might have a little bit more mixing in the, in the uh, uh, Derek Carr versions of the game stack versus um, the burrow, but I wouldn't have no mixing with burrow. Yeah, I'd, I'd work in a little bit, averaging 2.9 targets per game. So there's a little bit of involvement in the passing game. And certainly, like you said, you know, could just bust through on the ground for you and pay it off anyway. But yeah, that's probably where I'm going to get my shares. And typically, that's what I'll what I'll do is I'll take the running back as a run back play in, uh, in more shares than I will in uh, putting him in the group. Uh, so with uh, five minutes to go while we're waiting on that crunch, I did mention jock market a little bit earlier, guys, but uh, got to talk about him a little bit more because I'm actually having a lot of fun playing on the site. If you watched us, you know, maybe a few months ago you saw me do a promo read and uh, look sometimes i just got to read what they write here but i'm playing on the site now and i'm enjoying the hell out of it and i'm actually making money which i love i took advantage of our awesome promo code it's just the word awesome all in caps it got me 50 dollars bonus on my first deposit and i've just ratcheted that up, ratcheted that up along the way so it's been fantastic it's a lot of fun what they did they turned fantasy sports into a stock exchange so they've got a pre-game ipo you bid you get up to you try and grab some shares of players before the market goes live market goes live during the games you can buy sell and trade shares of your players during the game so if you get in somebody cheap and then all of a sudden they score a few points in the in the early goings let's say it's in basketball they score an early touchdown say it's in nfl you want to bail out of those shares because you don't think he's going to finish that strong you can sell them off you can get rid of those shares cash out right then buy something else it's a fun different way to play fantasy sports guys you can download the app on any of the major app store app stores promo codes awesome fifty dollar match deposit bonus Jock Market is running a first market guarantee. They will refund your losses in NFL or NBA, any NFL or, or excuse me, your first NFL or NBA market up to $100. So it's a loss-free spot. You're getting 50, 50 extra dollars to play with. Makes so much sense, guys. Check it out. Jock Market, really fun site. Gun, with uh, just a few minutes to go here, we've got uh, some results probably from our crunch, but I can't get back to that screen for some reason. So talk me through what you're seeing within uh, the crunch we, we just ran there, if you can. Yeah, so on the Bengals side uh, in lineups that have Chase and Higgins uh, getting some run back here with uh, Darren Waller, uh, which is something that you probably have to battle 
um, the opto with because it's probably going to feed you Travis Kelsey, maybe Conklin. So you have to do the adjustments there to make sure you're getting a healthy amount of him. And then Hunter Renfro, uh, somebody that uh, I'm fine with unloading in these uh, in these Bengals uh, stacks as a as a top run back option. Um, I don't really have much uh, like past those two. Brian Edwards, I think, uh, and, and as we get a little deeper into these stacks, and then if you're really, really uh, looking for that home run call, it, so Deshaun Jackson. There it is. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson might get one or two uh, deep bombs, and uh, hopefully he doesn't hand this ball back. <laughs> but I mean, that's that is the kind of play that can win you a tournament, though, right? You get thirty four hundred dollars to Sean Jackson in there. Yeah, it's going to be a couple of targets, two targets per game so far, but sixteen point one nine yards per target, two hundred fifty nine yards in a TD. All you need is Deshaun to break off one of those crazy long ones. They've got Zay Jones in the offense, 11.21 yards per target. Brian Edwards, 11.13 yards per target. The Raiders' deep passing attack has been a thing for uh, most of my lifetime, and uh, they don't seem to be going away from it anytime soon. So they like to have those shots that they can take once uh, once or twice a game. I definitely would have it in uh, in my pool here uh, coming back with Burrow lineups. Is this a game where you'd be getting to the other side, building car stacks and, uh, and Raider stacks as well with some uh, Cincy runbacks? Yeah, absolutely. I could put Carr, like I said, with Renfro, with Waller, with the 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 lesser Brian Edwards, Deshaun Jackson, Zay Jones, guys like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I like these offenses because I do feel like I can have a concentrated usage on a on a core of players. And then uh, Josh Jacobs, I think I, I would only have him in the mixing side. But I guess last week he was he, he had five targets, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> Uh, but if that's going to be a thing, maybe he catches and shoots one. So maybe I don't completely roll him out of car lineups. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't caught that yet, but uh, that's one I'll usually catch when I'm doing my groups article, which I got to get to later on. So everybody check that out on the site. We are basically out of time here, Gun. This flew by. This was fun, man. I appreciate everything. Uh, just wanted to say, everybody hit the like, hit the subscribe. We've got a ton of shows coming up. Uh, awesome fantasy football show on the fantasy football channel with Aton, Savoka, and Tara. I'm coming back with Kaufman at uh, 3 o'clock on this channel for uh, Yahoo dedicated NFL show. We've got a prize picks college football show uh, later on with Vanek and Gajeski. We've got the NBA deeper dive at 445 with Lofi and Adam. We've got NBA Live before lock coming up at 6 o'clock with Josh and emac tonight it's going to be a loaded slate of content a lot of stuff going on so check it out hit the like hit the subscribe if you finish in the top three in a contest with more than five thousand people send us a screenshot on awesome hall of fame we'll get your free month set up gun this was a blast man good luck everybody this weekend take us out of here mike